Going on, boy. <laughs> Nothing on going on but the rent, boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Give me some of those mustard biscuits. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, well, I found I got a breaking news. Yeah, the whiskey news you've been telling me about. Whiskey news, yeah. Now, breaking before news. you start. Six months ago. Before you start, is this bad or good no, news? No, good news. Okay. For scotch or just... No, doesn't have anything oh, to best do with of both scotch. Worlds, huh? It's about oh, the okay. U.S. Have you ever heard of? Whoa! <laughs> the ASMWC. For people that can't see, he has a document. Yes. The ASMWC is the alcohol. No, wait. What is this? Uh, <laughs> um, American Single Malt Whiskey Commission. Oh, yeah, okay. American single malt, okay? Which My favorite subject. Single malts are becoming pretty popular here in the U.S., if I don't yeah. say. Yeah, they're really on the rise. Apparently, they've been making single malt in the U.S. for the last 30 years. Like 30 years ago, last, it started. You said 30? 30 years. Here in the U.S.? Yeah. Yep. According to what this thing says. Last 30? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, the ASMWC. Now, this was written up in September 2022. Um, they want to. This whole thing proposes that they have a. They define single malt, American single malt. Define it by, um, you know, what it's made of, how what the label has to be, and. Um, age statements, all that stuff. So basically what Scotland did, you know, generations ago with their rules about, you know, this barrel size, time, you know, age, age limits, so forth. They're going to be doing that in the U.S. But, so I read through this thing, right? And a couple of, I just want to share a couple of points from this. One about the age of whiskey, because it does talk about bourbon, the the rule of bourbon, what the rules are for age, um, minimum age requirements, and I thought that's kind of interesting because they're going to be adopting, uh, they're not going to be adopting an age limit for Scotch or single malt, American single malt, because of climate and. Yeah, it, it's it gives yeah. it more um, <clears throat> when you go throughout the U.S. for single malt, you're going through a lot of uh, temperature changes and, like you say, climate. So everyone's year is not going to be yeah the same. Obviously, that's what they said. Wisconsin is going to be a lot different than Texas. Sure. Obviously, extremely <laughs> different, right? <clears throat> so listen to this. Under age requirements for this thing, it says. Uh, American whiskey regulations already, uh, let's see, whiskey matured for two years or more may be labeled as straight whiskey mm -hmm. if they meet all the requirements. In addition, any whiskey matured for less than four years is required to include a statement of minimum age on the label. So that's what, that's for bourbon or whiskey in general mm -hmm. in, in the U.S. So I thought, you know, I was... That's good because I actually never really got the official statement on age limits or age age requirements for U.S. whiskey. 
So yeah. if it's less than four years, it has to have an age statement on it. But it also can, if it's over two years and it meets all the requirements of being uh, a straight whiskey, then it can just say straight. So that's good to know. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't say anything, it is over four years by law. Yeah. And they're, let's see, um, what else does it say here? Imposing an arbitrary minimum age requirement for the entire country would not only be unprecedented and unfair, but also impractical. So, there's not going to be an age requirement for single malt. Uh, they also wanted to, part of this uh, right up here is to get the name to say American single malt whiskey on the label. Instead of single malt. Instead of single malt. Or, now here's an, this is what I brought three bottles for. I have three bottles here of American oh, single <clears throat> American single malt. These are all single malts made in America, right? Stranahan's. Down the Stranahan. one in the middle. Um, Never seen that. Ever. Yeah. Pierce Lions Reserve. Okay. Hmm. Never seen it. Uh, it just says on the label, whiskey. That's all it says. On Defiant, it says American Single Malt Whiskey, spelled without an E. And that Pierce Pierce Lions, I don't even know how I, I, I must have. The transparency read. on here is just <laughs> remarkable. Yeah, you don't even know what it is. <laughs> Nothing. It's whiskey. <laughs> And then look at this label on the back here. All this small print. Yeah, I see that. Way down here. You gotta scrunch your eyes. Toward the bottom is when they start talking about that this is a a malt. You gotta squint your eyes like, uh, what was it? And then Stranahan's just says single malt whiskey. Spelled with an E. So yeah, it's, as of right now, it's all over the place. Yeah, that one in the middle is not transparent at all. It's just like... A label, whiskey. Yeah, whiskey. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and this one last bit of information I'll share is about the the word whiskey. It says note to reader: for the sake of simplicity, the spelling of whiskey used in this in this comment includes the e, unless referring to Scotch whiskey or existing types specifically. We understand that from a regulatory standpoint, whiskey without any is the spelling that will be used in the CFR, but that both whiskey with any or and whiskey without any are valid and interchangeable in America. Yeah. So we had this discussion before. Yeah, but I never actually like this is like the yeah. official, you know, this is as official <clears throat> as it gets. Because a lot of people probably known that are probably listening to this unless they're a crazy hardcore Maker's Mark fan they yeah. don't use a E yeah it's just a Y so there you have it whiskey mm-hmm. in America is whatever yeah it's both with and without which is fine mm-hmm it fits so my low end is one of these three is one of these three it's this Pierce 
Lions Reserve. And even though this is like in the $40 range, it's packaged as so, a low end. Where is this? Yeah. Like you were talking about the... <laughs> it really doesn't tell you much. Doesn't tell you much. It's, where is it from? Do you know where it's from? Made in Kentucky. What? Yep. Lexington. It's made in Lexington. 40%. Um, hmm. Doesn't say how much malt. Doesn't say 100% malt. It just says malt whiskey. Um, made with Scottish dual copper pot stills. Um... Anyway, anyway, that's and apparently this is an Irish family. O'Donnell. So, let's try it. Because the uh, the master distiller at Heaven Hill, he's Irish. Mm. O'Donnell. I think that's why you like. Um, that kind of made sense. Why you're a like most of the Scotch or Irish Japanese whiskey people like you uh -huh. like kind of cross over when the barrel proof of Elijah Craig came out and I wonder if he had a lot to do with it huh. I wonder yeah it's really good so 80 proof man they, they don't have it just says made in Kentucky that's all it says so I wonder what distillery is doing it. A single malt. Produced by Altex Lexington Distilling Company, Lexington, Kentucky. No other states? No Indiana or anything? No. But as of like the the laws that we're we're just talking about. Right now, they this could be a blend. They don't have to state that it's a blend. Mm-mm. It could be a single malt. We don't know. They don't have to say what it is or how old it is right now. Traditional nose. <clears throat> yeah. Doesn't smell that it was made in Kentucky. <laughs> right. It reminds me of a lowland whiskey. Um, like like on Alcantoshan, but not as spicy. It also kind of reminds me of an Irish whiskey. Or Irish yeah, malt. Yeah, Irish malt. Like um, Bushmills 10. Yeah, I, I fully own that one. Yeah, the nose is pleasant. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not much to talk about, but it's a pleasant nose. Mm -hmm. Nothing off-putting about this at all. Kind of sweet, kind of floral. Getting that little bit of, like, with all fruit. <clears throat> scotches or single malts. Definitely getting that whopper um, maltiness, like the candy whopper, not the Burger King whopper, but, <laughs> but the whoppers. Um, getting some fruit a little bit. I don't know what kind of fruit. It's definitely not red fruit. Mm -mm. It's like a like a juicy pear. Yeah, like a honeydew, something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of peachy. I don't know. Peach, Peach cocktail. Peach. Fruit cocktail. Fruit cocktail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fruit cocktail. Yeah. In the can. Yep. That's sugary syrup. 
Okay. More flavor than I was expecting for an 80 proofer. I thought it was going to be muted. Yeah. But it, um... The finish is, it's pretty, um... Yeah. I mean, it's not mind-blowing. Quick. But for a, you said 40 bucks? It was probably 45 bucks. For an American single malt. Man. Huh. It's pretty, pretty impressive in my book. Mm. Nothing to knock your socks off. Mm Mm-mm. And now I'm getting more maltiness on the nose. Like a chocolate malt. Like a chocolate malt. They get like at Ted's or something. Hmm. I wish it was like 46% though. Oh yeah, it has to be like 92, man. Because that finish? Yeah. It, it just kind of evaporates. Yeah, it evaporates. It's, 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 it does seem a little watered down. But the front palate is, I think, is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had this. It's about half full. This bottle. I've had it for over a year. Hmm. Um, yeah. Where the total wine by or what? Huh. I don't remember where. No, it wasn't Total Wine. And that's another thing is... I'm looking at the bottle shape, and I got... Finding these bottles like this? Yeah. You know where this sits? I think it was at Ray's. I bought it at Ray's. Oh. I'm looking at the... When you said Kentucky, I'm looking at the bottle shape, and it is one distillery that I know that uses that bottle shape quite often. But, I don't know. (laughs) They didn't put their name on there, so... You mean how it tilts out and it's yeah, sort of flat I, I on got, the top? There's one distillery that uses it huh. a lot. I don't, I don't Lux, Luxco. Oh, yeah? Okay. So my uh, Rebel single barrel bottle and the uh, Ezra Book, Brooks single barrels. Same shape bottles. Huh. Yeah. But, you know, the... Again, this looks like oh, a yeah. wine bottle or a wine label. Like that could yeah, be Yeah, the some label sort looks of... like a wine thing, yeah, for sure. Like uh what is it? Uh is it Pierce Lions? Pierce Lions, I, I think. Yeah, it should be like Pierce Lions Chardonnay or something. <laughs> That's what the label looks like. Yeah. And then they put a horse on it. So that kind of speaks Kentucky. Oh yeah. There's no horse up there. So yeah, but to find these whiskeys, it's right in between yeah. like rye and bourbons. But, I mean, it's like there's no place for these. Whiskeys. Plus, I'm not like this. I gotta get better at this. And uh, you're a gambler. Reason why I'm pausing because I'm noticing some potential technical difficulties, uh, but we might be all right. We might be all right. <laughs> yeah, it just popped up. Let so. me let me just quick take a look. Let's see if we go low power mode, what's going to happen? Stop recording? I don't know. No, it's still doing it. That's still recording. All, All right. right, back to our <laughs> All right. regular programming. Once that popped up, I was like, oh boy. All right, what were you saying? I said, when you get bottles like this, you got to... One good thing about Dill, and I'm not that person. 
you gotta take gambles on stuff. Yeah. And you're a gambler. Oh yeah, yeah. When it comes to like, if I would have saw this label, I'm like, I'm not buying this. <laughs> and it and it works out for you, majority of the time. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't, but I would say 85 percent of the time it does. Like, well, I'm just I'm excited about the future of single malt in America because. Mm-hmm. It's untapped, you know. The potential is ninety-nine percent there. You know, it's huge. Um, and they're not there yet. But once in a while, I I get one. And I'm like, oh, this is there's yeah, nothing this like is this. This is great, man. For forty bucks. Yeah. I can't even turn my nose up to this and like even complain. Like, you know how excited I got about macaronis. Oh yeah, that that, that, was, that was the first. Time, I'm like, yes, it's happening. It's really happening. There are single malts being made outside Scotland that are just as good, if not better, in some in some cases. Yeah. I mean, that Cedar Reed, Cedar Ridge yeah, one, that, that was uh, the unique. Um, oh my gosh, what is the name of it? Well, you know what I'm what I'm talking about. Yeah, the Cedar Ridge one. I, wasn't it just called Cedar Ridge? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, it had a name. name though. Did it? Yeah. Hmm. But it was good. Yeah, that was good. Unique. Nothing like it. Now, rare character. I want to say they are sourced from MGP, but I could be wrong. But now they're getting into the single malt game. And one of the bourbon guys that I follow. Um. Rare character came out with the single malt, and he said it's probably one of his favorite whiskeys. And he's a straight up bourbon mm. guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to keep my eye out for it. There's going to be so many hitting the shelves, like in the next five years. It's going to be ridiculous. There's going to be tons of them. I mean, Jack Daniels came with that special release one that I didn't get. Um, Pierce Lyons, you guys, uh, you got this opportunity to, because you got to change your name, to the, you have to change the label if this bill passes or whatever, you know, to actually say American Single Malt Whiskey. Uh, that's a good time to revamp that look and make it look hey, like a scotch. Shoot, you know what? If you want to be different, <laughs> I'll just keep it the same. <laughs> uh, Stand outside the crowd, man. I have no idea be a sleeper. how I found this. That's the problem. I be could, a sleeper. I see this. I'm like, nothing about this says malt to me at all. It's like, <laughs> Other than the color. Yeah, it does have a malt color. That light straw. Yeah. And that's the cool thing that Rare Character does. Like, even though they're in the American whiskey game, when it comes to their single malt, their bottles speak. Mm-hmm. Single malt is like a black bottle. Mm-hmm. Cool label. I mean, all their labels are cool, but... Yeah. I don't think we can only get that, and I think I'd have gone to Kentucky to get that, so... One day, we'll try it. I want to go back there so bad, but... Yeah, me too. The time. The time, man. Definitely want to... It'd be nice to just... back to Buffalo Trace. Yeah. 
it'd be nice to just go there once, just once a year. But yeah. it's just tough to do that. Yeah. I want to. <laughs> we'll see, maybe. But yeah, Pierce Lions. Huh? Anything Ma else to say about the taste, smell? No. Uh, I would say that it's a great traditional single malt. Yeah. At 80 proof, that's what you want out of an 80 proof one. If this came out of the lowlands in Scotland from a distillery that I haven't had before, like this new one, Lachlia, <clears throat> it would be a part of I that award. I could believe it. it would, that this would be a lowland whiskey. I would believe yeah. it. And that award thing that you watch, don't yeah. they do like a lowland category, like best available or something? Hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if they do. But if they did... There's only a handful of distilleries in the lowlands, really, so... Hmm. It'd be the same. But this will probably be a best available and affordable yeah. whiskey in a single malt game, I will think. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's soft. You know, it is like a soft water, a little bit. Like, like the water they used in this reminds me of soft water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 40 bucks. Eighty three. Yeah. Same. Same number. Yep. It's a uh, yeah. There's nothing spectacular about it. It's not even um a unique character. It's kind of like you know, just just right in the middle of the road. Just nothing. It doesn't. I tell you this right now. One way if you do another. a blind with some other lowlands or mm -hmm. some Scotch ones, would you be able to tell the difference if this wasn't from Scotland? I wouldn't. Right. That's what I'm saying. Though I think it was lowland. Yeah, I would think this is a product from Scotland for sure. Uh -huh. I definitely would. But I'm not well versed in the scotch game like you are, but <clears throat> hmm. but if you told me this is from Scotland, I would believe you. It's not, you know, I like it's it tastes like floral and fruity, mm -hmm. but you think it's going to be sweet and it's not sweet. It's pretty dry. Mhm. Mm but it's like got that softness of the soft water. It's nice. Mhm. Mm all right, I guess we're gonna have to pause it. Yeah. And. Thank you. All right. All right, Joel. Did you bring something good? No. I figured. Just like usual, huh? No, I I kind of stink at the high ends. Yeah. Step it up. Yeah. Step it up, man. So today, my high end is going to be an oldie but goodie. Oh. Probably a bottle that I would never get in my possession oh. ever again Whoa. because of the hype. And if I do see one, I probably would never get it at the price that I got it for either. Uh. I've been holding on this one for a while. Hmm. Okay. Probably had this bottle since 2017, actually. <laughs> Have I had it before? Probably. Okay. Um. Oh, you want to guess? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna guess that it's, uh... Um, what was that distillery we visited where we did the tasting out of the barrel? Mm, Bardstown. Bardstown. No. That's my guess. We did go to the dis- distillery, though. I give up. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> Today I bring, uh, Stag oh. Jr., Batch 9, Buffalo Trace. Right. It's only about a little bit left. In Batch 9. She has to go sooner or later. 65.9%. Now you're going to add water for that for you. I won't, but... (laughs) Yeah. My baby's about to be gone. I'm going to miss you. Oh, you want to kill it? No, 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 sorry. Is that enough? Yeah, that's enough. All right. Stag Jr. I think I've had this before. Which is called Stag now. Oh. Yeah, they, they dropped the Junior. Would I be able to see the the new Stag bottle? Or it's not a new bottle, but just the new name. Um, I doubt it. So it says Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, so I'm guessing this is less than four years old. Mmm, no. Oh, really? No. What people throwing straight in I there. mean, it's at least four years we know of, but it is rumored to be at least seven to nine. Just like buffalo trees. Huh. Yeah. And I think Stad Jr., which is crazy how, I mean, it's just what buffalo trees does. This actually officially came out in, uh, like, the brand itself came out like in 2013 when I was doing my information I was like man I thought it was like way before that but I guess not so right when me and Emily got married <laughs> dense mm-hmm. probably gonna get some cherry notes sweet cherry yeah mm-hmm. it's like sniffing a jar of maraschino cherries so now as we know with Buffalo Trace products they could get very hard to find uh-huh. and then if you do find it the price is going to be maybe double, maybe triple. Maybe double if you're fortunate. <laughs> you probably hope that it's just doubled. <laughs> okay. But, How much was this? Uh, I got it for 70. 70. 70 bucks in 2017? And I just recently looked for a price of a Sad Junior, like a Batch 9, uh-huh. the same one. Cheapest one I saw, eight ninety nine. Not eight dollars and ninety nine cents. Eight ninety nine ninety nine. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Well, and that's for like stag the the current. Well, I don't know what the current product. is, but that that was just for the batch nine, the one that we're having. Okay. No. Oh, so for batch nine. Yeah. So it's a it's it's an out of print. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know what. Someone will probably mark up stag now for about three hundred dollars if you go to somewhere. Hmm. But if you if you got a Buffalo Trace, let let's say if they did release it like they do with the Blantons when you're on the tour or something, which is not going to happen. But it, 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 MSRP has to be at least eighty to one hundred now for stag if you find it for that. But I doubt that anyone would. Didn't. Now, when we toured Buffalo Trace, didn't they say that 
they basically have two recipes they make everything from. Yeah, they got a mash bill number one and a two. Right. And this is mash bill number one. The same as Buffalo Trace? Mm, I don't remember which one was which. Yes. Mash bill number two is like Blanton's, Elmer T. Lee. Okay. Um, Who else is in here? I can't think. (laughs) Brain fart. But this is part of uh, mash bill number one. It is. High alcohol content, man. I mean, it, it doesn't smell like rough, but it's definitely 60... What is this? 66%. That is so high. That's probably... What was what's the highest one we've ever done? Was that... Probably... Uh, six, was it 70? Yeah, probably the cat's eye light whiskey. Yeah. It was like 141, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so funny to me, like, when I smell the, the that cat's eye product, like, even though that's a light whiskey, when I smell this, it has some, I don't know, they're kind of similar to each other, in my opinion. Huh. I think it's the the alcohol content. Once it gets that high, yeah, they all start to smell the same. It starts to yeah, yeah. It's like the alcohol itself takes over a little mm-hmm. bit. Because I was like, someone told me this was a light whiskey because of what Cat's Eye did, but it's not. Take a ha ha ha! Wow, yeah. I just took a tiny little sip. That blew up in my mouth, man. Yeah, flavor bomb. Intense. Yeah, it's flavor bomb. Yeah, you, uh, since you're gonna do it, I'm gonna do it too. Full yeah. teaspoon. <clears throat> Let's start with that. Yeah, it was cool when they came out with this product because everyone was so concerned with the uh, antique collection, um, trying to get something affordable. Like the well, the George T. Stag can be affordable if you could find it for the price because. Retail for that is like 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm assuming right now Stag has to be maybe 80 retail or should be, but you're never going to find it at that. But they um, came out with this product and everyone was saying that it was just the um, barrel proof version of uh, Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. So George T. Stag. Uh, is what what proof is that? Oh, it it ranges. Okay, it could be in the one twenty sometime, and then a, the one that I remember that I had for the first time, they had a actual hazmat one. Oh, and that was man, I can't remember which one that was. Was that one thirty nine, one forty? But it's a fifteen year old high octane bourbon. Like I said, in my category of Having bourbon in my life, George T. Stagg and William LaRue Weller are probably the best bourbons I ever had in my huh. entire life. <clears throat> yeah, As this... of now. <laughs> yeah, I... Buffalo Trace is one of my favorite distilleries, hands down. I've never disappointed, never disappointed with a bottle. Mm-mm. 
they, disappointed that I can't get a bottle, but yeah. that's another. I, I hate the way they distribute. I really do. Yeah. But well, that water did not hurt it a bit. Mm. Okay, that's more like it. I can get my oh, I can get my teeth around that. That's great <laughs> with the the, the the teaspoon of water. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I want to go back there so bad, too. Now, that's a must. That's that's one distillery that I will have no problem with putting that. As a destination every time you go to Kentucky. Right. And plus they do like six different types of tours. Yeah. So And then you're always guaranteed to get something that you can't get here. Like right. you get more Buffalo Trace or you can get a Blanton's or you could, even though we, we're not high up on Blanton's obviously, but when you could get yeah. Blanton's for the actual retail price, yeah. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I mean, not the best bourbon in the world. It's hyped up it is. beyond belief, but... If I could get one for sixty bucks, I'm buying one for sixty bucks. I would much rather I could live with a bottle of Eagle Rare. Oh, for the rest of my life, you know, as yeah. as my bourbon, my go-to bourbon. That'd be just fine with me. Not Buffalo Trace. No, Eagle Rare. Really? Yeah. Well, you got to remember though, with Eagle Rare, they're all it's a single barrel bourbon. Huh. So you never know. So it's gonna be a little. Tough. Yeah, each one could be toes. different. Yeah, that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. But this, I'm not into sixty-four percent. Yeah, that's not yours. That's not my thing. Mm-mm. Not my thing either. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> You gotta stop buying them then. <laughs> no, I got some low, low ones in there, man. This is less sweet, it seems like, than. I feel like it's Eagle more sweet. Rare. Really? You think it's more sweet? Hmm. Must be that. I don't know. The finish. Eagle Rare to me is drier because that 10 years in the barrel to huh. me. But, to my point again. Could be the single barrel. Maybe it's the nose I'm thinking of. It. I don't know. I'm just picking up like... Maybe I'm now I'm not yeah, smelling a couple the cherries anymore. I'm smelling like the wood. A couple of years ago, I came across a store pick of a Eagle Rare. <sighs> now, that was probably up there for one of the best bourbons I had because it was on the level of a pappy, mm. which was crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like Eagle Rare. I've never, I didn't even think about it being a single barrel, that it would be different from barrel to barrel, but so far, I think I've had three different bottles, and every one has been great. And you still have some? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. I still got like a half a bottle. Yeah, Char was uh, down in Georgia or somewhere. And she's like, hey, you still looking for a bottle of Eagle Rare? They got it 50 bucks on the shelf. Like, yeah, buy it for me. I don't know why Wisconsin just seems to be completely out everywhere. 
Mm-hmm. Or they'll have one bottle. I always get like fortunate. Raffle. I always get fortunate and then just see one just stand on the shelf and I get it. Yeah. Rays dropped the one on Monday. They posted something like at eight o'clock in the morning. Oh really? Yeah. They have it. They're had it. They they did. I'm pretty okay. sure they sold out that huh. quick. I thought about texting you after I saw it, but it was like two hours after I saw the post. And I'm like, it's probably gone by by now. But that's how my real I'll think of you. Yeah, if you see that again, let yeah, me know. I just I just pick it up for you. <clears throat> but yeah, Buffalo Trace, man, you can't you just can't go wrong with any of their products. No. no. You just can't. They always it's a, and it's a classic um flavor profile and unique. There's nothing else quite like it. Mm-hmm. You know, once you smell it, like you when your father in law did that <laughs> test on you, he's like, Tell me what you think of this. Mm-hmm. You're sniffing around, you're like, This is a Buffalo Trace product. Yeah. Right away. Mm-hmm. I mean you can tell. There's just nothing. Like right like now, it. if you smell this right now with the water yeah. at it. Yeah, you might think this is Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Now before the water. Well, Heavy cherry, I could pick up on that nose, oh. and then I was like, "That's that right has away. to be a buffalo trace." But with that high octane smell, like you were talking about, yeah, I was kind of leaning to where I was like, "Wait, is this one of these crazy like high proof Jack Daniel products?" Because huh? it had kind of, it didn't have a banana smell though, but it was like a cherry mm-hmm. high proof. But like that high proof smell was in there, but kind of like a magic marker, kinda a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not as chemically, but you know how magic marker is just—it's so potent, you mm-hmm. know. It's just so, and it's one-dimensional. It's just this one smell. Like you can smell the cherry, and then you're just like, oh, I can smell the proof. <laughs> yeah. So, if you were right. to see this on the shelf for what I paid for, so if I could buy this tomorrow on the shelf, you just walk in the store and you saw this. Not even this one. You just see a stag. And you're like, 70 bucks? 70 bucks. After you had this one, you're like, yeah, is it I'd worth buy it? it? Yeah. I'd buy it. Now, what about, let's see, what someone on secondary will probably have it for, like a decent secondary price. 175 No. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Uh, not for, mm-hmm. not for bourbon. Uh, that I and that's kinda, probably a decent secondary price. That was one seventy five. Owl, uh, Kentucky Owl bottle I bought. <sighs> that's one hundred and thirty dollars, and I'm like, good. it's good, but I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. But that's, that's I don't just, think I'll do that again. That's the whiskey world, man. Yeah, that's, I mean, how much was the old I'd Eric Infinity that kind of money on a good Scotch? Yeah, it's well, good bourbon you can buy too for that price. Problem is, it's so delicious. That uh, it's, uh, I plus I want to be like, hey, you got to try this. So I want to share. Yeah, when I tried it, uh, when I saw the, you know, me with being a Dixon Devin fan, and then he was gone before that collaboration came out. I was like, I ain't spending. <laughs> I was like, one hundred proof. I'm like, uh, uh-huh. nope. And then you bought it. I was like, wow. Well, Dylan bought it, and I tried it, and I was like, wow, this is <laughs> really, good. really, really good. Yeah, the Takumi. Edition. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta lay off of it. It's the problem. It's so, it's so good. good that you're just like, 
because I, I share it now since I tasted, I think I might pay the over one hundred for it just to have it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you may not see it again because it's like a limited edition type of thing. Right. Yeah. But super, that's where they get you, good. man. That's where they get you. So you won't won't spend one seventy five but seventy. What about one hundred? If you sell it for one hundred. That's kind of like, see, now I start to now, think well, of other bottles. How about, actually, that was a bad question. Actually, it was a good question, but what if you saw it at the same price as the Kentucky Owl that you just returned? 130 Yeah. No. For the stag? No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No. Not knowing that it's from, knowing that it's from Buffalo Trace and it's hard to get. Right. And I'll tell you, you why. just leave it? Because I'd rather have Eagle Rare. Ugh. Dylan, don't do this. For 50. Wait, let me rephrase this question again. So. <laughs> You're getting mad. George is getting mad. <laughs> yeah. I explained to you how hard it is to get this bottle. Yeah. And then the secondary prices for this bottle is just. 800 bucks. Crazy. Stupid. Yeah. But if you saw it at the same price as the Kentucky Owl, Takumi edition. Mm-hmm. 130. No. You still want to get it. You just leave it on the shelf. And a matter of fact, I also, what I was trying to say is I wouldn't buy the Takumi edition again. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to spend that kind of money on bourbon again. Stranger things have happened, but it's just not my thing. I'd rather spend that kind of money on scotch. And that's why. So if you were to ask any of your bourbon buddies, they'd be like, oh yeah, a heartbeat. They'd mm. drop the money, but not me. So again, no. <laughs> you're like a you're like a therapist. Wait, didn't hear are what they you listening? Are you listening? I don't think you understood my question. Yeah. If you could just rephrase that in a different way. Oh man, I get it though. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Even like. My Infinity Blend that I, that I bought. I don't think I'm going to buy another bottle of that. What? No. After what? No. Just because I'm not... I, I realized. I like it, but wait, I like Scotch. Like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Like? Yeah, it's better than most whiskey. <laughs> this guy loves... Man, you... I, I was under the impression that you loved it. I love it. I love it, but I love scotch more. Yeah, I know that. That's a, facts, that's, that's a given. That's facts. that's obvious. Yeah. That's obvious. I, but the way models, that you talked about Affinity Blend, I was like, whoa. Yeah. I, I, now that I have it, and I can go to it anytime I want. But what if it gets empty? I might buy another bottle. Especially just that one, because you probably won't get that Blend 1 again. And I think we know where we could get it again because I don't think anybody's going to buy it from yeah. where you got it before. Yeah. So, because they have a two now and I haven't seen the two. I don't know. I I would rather, if I'm going to spend crazy money on bourbon, I'd rather have, What about see our, if I can find that Owl 10. Kentucky the, Owl 10. The rye? Yeah. That's what I was about to ask you. Yeah. What about rye? Rye might be different for you. See, there's bourbon. all... 
like I said, I'm, I'd be happy just to have Eagle Rare as my bourbon and call it a day. Not that into bourbon. Well, they do have a... But you're opening my eyes slowly. Yeah. Slowly. They do have an Eagle Rare 18 or 17. Yeah, 17. Wow. That's 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 part of the same line as the Jersey steak. See, now that, if I saw that, I'd buy that. Yeah. And if it was a hundred and some dollars, I'd do it. Just because, you know, it's a once-off thing. Yeah. I wouldn't keep doing it, you know. There's so many scotches I got to get that are expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. Like, uh, there's a, I, I got to start buying more 18-year-old scotches and 21-year-old scotches. That seems to be, especially is 18, eighteen the sweet 18 spot. Seems to be like the sweet spot. I want to say fifteen. Just, I want to say fifteen is the sweet sweet spot for bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighteen. <sighs> eighteen just oh, very oaky. For not in bourbon. the Scotch world, of course. Yeah, not in the Scotch world. You could have a twenty-five year old Scotch and it's yeah. like no oak because right. of the weather. And it's ex, and it's an you know it's a refill, mm-hmm. so it's not a virgin oak. Anyway, yeah, that's okay. Let me think of the number for this here. No age statement, but you're right. This does not seem like a two-year-old whiskey, even though it says straight. Strangely, it says straight. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. So it could be three years old, but they're not saying what the age is. Huh. I don't get any young youngness from this at all. Price is right. 70 bucks. Yeah. We're, we're reviewing it if you could get this bottle for yeah, 70 bucks. 70 bucks. That's how we're going to review it. Uh, man. I'm going to say this is like a... Let's say it at the same time, because you're going to okay. be surprised. All right. Okay. Because uh, we reviewed a lot of barrel-proof stuff, and you're thinking, you're probably thinking me, you're like, man, Joel's probably going to rate this pretty, pretty high. We may not be on the same, but we might be. <sighs> okay. I got my number. I got mine. One, two, three, eighty-six. 87. One off. <laughs> I'm higher than you. 86, 87. Okay. Yeah. Because I had a better barrel proofs. I mean, this is yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. It's very good. But you have to, I mean, the high proof thing, you got to add water. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I know this is probably this is probably not the best batch that Stad Junior came out with with the nine. So it's kind of irrelevant to give it that number because I'm pretty sure there's better batches. But it, after what we reviewed from Coy Hill, Jack Daniels, uh-huh. and then the Jack Daniels Rye, it's like it's kind of tough competition. Right yeah, there. yeah, those were just phenomenal. And flavor-wise, 
I can see why people say it's a high proof Buffalo Trace. Because it's not that far off. No, it's not. Once you water it, it down, you can tell. Like once you put that water, you're like, okay, smooth cherry note. Yeah, sweet. Just a lot of more. Just a lot of proof. And it's kind of like the Knob Creek thing. It's they have a house flavor, house aroma that that yeah. no one else has. Peanut shells. And so as soon as you smell it, you Dry immediately are like, oh yeah, I'm so familiar. I know this. And it's, every time when I. I got something for you to try after this. Huh? That I got. Because um, I haven't seen it in a while. But when I think about... Um, no, 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 no. Oh, it's off. <laughs> off. Yeah, off air. Off air, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, when I think about Knob Creek, I think about a franchise that was in the South where I grew up in Virginia. If some people want to call that the South or East Coast, whatever you want to call it. But it was a place called... Um, oh, my gosh. Was in Texas Roadhouse. Dag nabbit. I had on the tip of my tongue, man. Was a restaurant? S- steakhouse. And they always had peanut shells on the floor. Oh, ground round. Nope. Mm-mm. That was a Midwest thing for you guys. Um, okay. Dang it! I can't think of it. I can't think Longhorn? of it. Longhorn? No, not Longhorn. I don't... Do they have Dang them here? It. We don't have them here, though. Mm-mm. Okay. They may not be in Virginia anymore. Shoot. Well, anyway, you you know the concept that I'm talking about. Peanut yeah. shells on the floor, yep. this and that and that. Just a, just a traditional steakhouse place. That's what I kind of reminds me when I have a Knob Creek. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, until you said peanut shells, I never really thought of it as peanut shells. But you're right. It's got that certain... F- Smell. Mm-hmm. Like you crack up the peanut shell and then smell the <laughs> peanuts. Like, oh, man, it's a good smell. Uh-huh. And then you pop it in your mouth. Uh-huh. And that's what I get from Knob Creek. Or just Jim Beam stuff in general, usually. I almost went with 87, by the way. But I was like, my mind is not like, uh, uh, you know, usually yeah. when I have barrel proof stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. this is yep. it. That, I was like, this is pleasing, but... You know what I've just made me realize is we don't have a lot of whiskeys in the high 80 range. It seems to go, there's a lot in the low 80s. There's a few in the mid 80s. There's quite a bit in the mid 80s, actually. 85, 86, yeah, 82. 88, 89s are kind of rare. And then then. Usually, man, we were on the a same. Lot of them in the nineties. Yeah, and we're so usually good. We're usually on the same page with the nineties, and it's very few nineties. Yeah, uh, but when they're when they're you, you know it immediately. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Spring Bank is gonna be ninety two. The two easy. Jack Daniels, uh, Kentucky Owl. <laughs> I want to see. Yeah. I think that's uh, four. There was. Um, what else was there? Midwinter's Dram. Oh, yeah, Midwinter's Night Dram. That was a high 90s. So that's five. mid-90s. Uh, it might be just five, man. Huh. Was there another scotch? I think, I, I think Macaloni's we hit as a 91. Yeah. So it was very few 90s. Or at least I 
called it a 91. I don't remember. I know we do not. I don't know. I'm I'm very certain that we don't have 10 90s. It's still in the single digits. Huh. No, I don't think we have had 10. Mm-mm. But at least five, though, for sure. This is unusual for me to bring a uh, $45 whiskey for a low end. I got to start. I gotta start lowering my low end. I got some really stink bombs that I can bring. My next low end's gonna be bad. Don't do this. <laughs> and I mean, you have to put it in your glass. <laughs> yeah. But I had some pretty good low ends. But I, I wanted to talk about this, you know, American single malt. Yeah, that was a good topic. Whiskey I like that. thing that they're It's funny how proposing. the single malt is taking over the world, man. Yeah, it's I crazy. Mean, Go, guys, go out and try some of it. As long as you do it right. Do it right, man. There's uh, McCarthy's, if you like peanut oh, scotch. Oh, my gosh. That stuff is delicious. Uh, yes, it is. And it's unique. There's nothing like it. Out of Oregon. Yeah. They, they're up They're up there. They're one of my favorites. I have not bought a bottle of that in a while. I know. And I think the price has tremendously skyrocketed. It has. Since yes. It used to be in the 30s. Dude, it was like a bottom shelf product, and you introduced that... Man, this is probably like almost 10 years ago when you introduced that yeah. to me. And I'm like, whoa, this stuff is great. Oh, it's so good. In fact, I haven't, I don't have a bottle and I haven't had a bottle for years. Now I gotta find it. I don't Now see, I gotta get one. The only place I've re- I only seen it was at Otto's. That one off uh, close to Brookfield or Elm Grove Otto's, whatever you want to call it. But maybe Race has it or something. I don't know. Now I gotta look for it. I've seen a dark label one too be interesting to get like a 10 year from them mccarthy's 10 year that would be I, awesome i want to say that mccarthy's has a cash strength version of that because mm. I, I have seen a black label one because huh. the one that you have is like a white label right yeah uh, i seen a black label one oh. a couple of years ago and it was like a cash strength version and i'm like ooh, yeah well, I gotta look into that. That's again. probably gonna be my next bottle. I just thought about that. McCarthy's. Yeah, yeah I forgot so all about good. it. So good, and I like. Some people don't like it, but I like Defiant. It's uh, it's cheap, and it's kind of uh, you know forty one percent. Um, but it is unique. That's what I like about it the most. There's nothing else like it. It's its own thing, you know. Whereas Pierce Lyons, you'd be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, because you look at is. the label. Or just the taste. The taste yeah. alone, it's like, I don't know what this is. It's mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a scotch, you know. Maybe. Um, but, and Stranahan's, it's, yeah, we're going to cover that. We're going to cover it. We'll get to that. It's exciting times. Yeah. That's all i got to say. Exciting times. We're going to have some single malts coming out that are going to be And I know we bring this awesome. up every podcast, but me and Dylan still need to go to Twisted Path. We're still going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Do they? They make brandy, right? Uh, and I'm not sure. Vodka and gin. Yes, they do. They're coming out with a bourbon release on uh, the 12th of this month. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They, they do all their releases like on a weekday. I don't I don't understand it, but huh. I hear yeah. a lot of people say that their stuff is good. They they're the first 
people, or our first distillery in Wisconsin, that actually has a bottled and bond rye. So, hmm. pricey though. It's the uh, first time I've ever seen a bartender make a drink with one hand and one hand behind his back at Twisted. Yeah, yeah. I, their cocktails look phenomenal. Like it was their like pictures of art. It was like watching. Um, and how was the quality feng of the cocktail? Shui, or not feng shui? It was that. Uh, was that slow moving? Martial art. Oh, <laughs> what is that? They, yeah, yeah. I, know just, what you're I can't think of they the move name. Real slow. It was like watching that. It was like well, kind of a. But the quality of the cocktail was great. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, they, they. It was typical Wisconsin. So Wisconsin is typical. Wisconsin is do things completely different than everyone mm-hmm. else. So exactly. like their hamburgers here. Where do you put the meat? On the top. Where are all the toppings? On the bottom. Why? I think that no one knows. I think that's just a that's once just you said weird that weird Wisconsin. Th- once you said that, we have been looking up like burger videos on YouTube. Yeah. Like at places that everyone's been putting it on the bottom. Everyone puts it on the bottom and they're they're called toppings because you put them on the top. Yeah. I don't know why they've been putting it on the bottom. Uh that's because that's well, the way the rest of the world does it is meat on the bottom. But but here, no. Meat on the top. <laughs> anyway, the restaurants here, too, they all like to just invent weird dishes. And they're like, you look at the menu and you're like, okay, is this Italian? What is this place? <laughs> you can't even tell what type of restaurant it is. It's just a bunch of made up stuff. Yeah. But that's what they did with their cocktails. They made up a bunch of cocktails, like their version of a, a Manhattan, their version of an old fashioned. You know, it's like, but it was good. Well, then we gotta get together and just go there for some yeah, cocktails yeah. or something. I'm thinking about like July. That's when I'm off next. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well, we got Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we have plenty of time. We can do it. We could do it. Memorial Day weekend's coming up. I might just go there one of these days. I'm assuming that they're open on a Sunday. I At least think I so. Say. Yeah, they, they were, that's so. when we went there I, I, was a Sunday. I would like to have like dinner at the house or something and just go out for a cocktail or something. Mm-hmm. See how they operate. Sure. All right. Get yourself a bottle of American single malt whiskey. Yeah, there's a lot if of distilleries out there. And most of them are craft distilleries, actually. Yeah. They're not like big known distilleries that do single malt. Right. Well, Woodford Reserve, they have one. Oh, yeah, they do. They just came out with it. It's, yeah, and it's cheap. It's like $34. It's it's nothing. Mm -mm. But the color. Yeah, it's dark, right? It's dark. Like a Woodford, like a bourbon. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's pretty impressive. The malt game's coming, man. Yeah, the malt game's coming. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. See, if I, if the, somebody were to present this, I would buy. I would buy into this. I'd pay money for this. To do a made in, entirely made in Wisconsin single malt scotch peated from America. from peat, peat bogs in Wisconsin. We have peat bogs here. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure a distillery is probably thinking about that. Yeah. 
I mean, it's like all the ingredients are right here. Why not? Someone's going to do it. So if they, somebody presented me with like a, uh, you know, where you, what is that, uh, where you, you you pitch an idea and when they get so many um, people to, uh, what is that, so, crowdsourcing. What mm-hmm. is that called? Uh, crowdsourcing? Where they where you pitch an idea and you're like, yeah. I want to do this, but you need a certain amount of money, and then people will say, okay, I'll I'll give you a hundred bucks, I'll give you a hundred bucks, and I'll give you a hundred bucks. When you hit your your amount, then you actually pay them money and they do it. It's like a contract. I would I'd pay for that. I'd pay into that for sure. I'd like to see it. <laughs> Thought I heard someone talking. Is that coming from the speaker? Or maybe a... AI? Oh, AI is getting weird. Have you They're seen these over. AI commercials? Uh, dude, it freaks me out, man. Yeah, it freaks me out, too. They are like a horror... It's like a horror commercial. Yeah. Everybody's laughing and smiling and... <laughs> They're, they're, yeah, it's like evil. Like uh, we're gonna take over the world. But then, like really weird things happen. Like I saw one recently. It was a beer commercial, and they were instead of drinking the beer, they were smoking it like it was a bong. And then all of a sudden, they're like laughing. Everybody's laughing all the time, and like this flame shoots out of the bong, and it just goes up into the sky, and it's just like. What is going on here? How does AI think that that is appealing in any way? I don't know. It's it's creepy. Way too creepy for me. Actually, me and Dylan are going to do a podcast, and it's going to be our AI versions of ourselves. Hey, guys. All right. See you, guys. Catch you on the next one.